Hey everybody, it's your host, Sydney, Mo, and Samantha, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. In today's episode, we are talking about promotions. You have been working hard and it's time for to get all the credit you deserve. But you know what else deserves some credit? This podcast. So make sure if you're loving this podcast so far, you share it with a friend or coworker. Let's get these raises, y'all. So when was y'all's last promotion? It was that long ago, huh? You have to think about it. <laughs> I think promotions come with jobs. Yeah, they do, Mo. Like, the last one that I had technically was that, like, I got the pay jump and more experience, like, going from, like, my last job to this job. So, yeah, I guess that's a promotion. Ooh. That is a promotion. It's true. Like, sometimes it's really hard to get a promotion at your job. It's a lot easier to switch jobs, which is, like, on the fault of the company because it cost them 40K to replace me. I'm expensive, you know? So. The companies need to learn, hey, promote people so they won't leave the job. But I feel you. Why, why is your hand on your face like that? <laughs> because, like, I don't know. I don't know about you, Mo. Like, it is... I feel very nervous about like having to like ask for promotions. And so like I'm a person that highly believes in like if you feel like it's time to go or like if you feel like you need to start like getting into the process of like either leveling up or getting that promotion, like it might be time to like make that career plan to like jump to another company because I feel like that's one of the fastest ways that you're going to get your paper, that you're going to get the money that you deserve, but also like the title and the experience that you have, that you deserve after like being able to show your work for this different company. So I don't know, like, I don't think that's the greatest take, but it all the same. I don't, what do you think, Mel? <laughs> I think tech is like just this because I've worked in other sectors. I feel like tech is different when it comes to promotions. Like a traditional job, you can be on a job for many years, for over a decade, and there's like a progression ladder, like you work your way up. But the thing about software development and tech itself is they don't expect you to stay more than three years if you're great at what you're doing. They expect you to, you know, get your knowledge and to move on and to, to grow somewhere else. And they will fully support you on it. It just makes more sense to job hop rather than to get promoted, especially in tech. They don't expect you to stay more than three years in one position. They think every two to three years, people are like naturally gonna progress into something else. Unless you land like that developer lead or that managerial lead developer position, then you're gonna stay for longevity because now you are the institutional knowledge of that company. Do y'all think they should make more like levels in between so we can always get that two year jump? I think that there at least needs to be a better sense in how we describe levels. And I think that it's going to be on the responsibility of the company to make sure that first off, you are supplying what people feel that they need to like grow into their careers 
first off, a lot faster for you, like as the company, because that's going to hopefully like generate you more money. But second off, for the betterment of that particular person, so that they can feel supported and needed and really want to aspire to get into like other roles that of course, pay better, maybe have better benefits, but also, like, it, it, again, is contributing more to the company going forward. So, I, I don't know. I don't. I've I've been thinking about that more lately, and how how it behooves companies and especially software engineering teams to start kind of figuring out how to better practice figuring out where you want those expectations to be and then also how to evaluate people fairly to give them that sense of direction whether or not they should or should not be promoted because you need to think about where people need to go if there's a situation where they might not, should be, or they should not be, excuse me, uh, promoted. <laughs> I think there should be like <laughs> levels within levels. Like there could be like a senior software engineer one, senior software engineer two, because sometimes it's also going to be like a pay reset because sometimes people come in to a job underpaid. So at least when they get to the next level within the level that maybe their pay will get reset again to like a more even balance as everybody else. So because sometimes it'll take four years to get a promotion and then you're getting underpaid for the next four years, which is terrible, but it happens. Have you experienced anything like that before Mel or Samantha at all? About getting underpaid? Mm-hmm. Or like, go yeah. Like How do you know <laughs> that you're underpaid though? By the time you figure out that you're underpaid, it's like... Don't get me started. <laughs> deuces i'm not even trying to get promoted now i'm leaving if i know i'm underpaid well we will be talking about equal pay in another episode so make sure you stay tuned for all of that because that's a big topic we can't just we can't solve it right now but as far as like i agree with what sydney's saying like there's going to be more clearly defined as far as you know saying that you're software engineer level one level two level three like or you're ready for your next promotion, like that needs to be defined. But then the devil's advocate side of me is like complacency can kill a project or a company. And I feel like sometimes you must be moved, even if it's not from one job to another, but it's like you need to cross train or you need to be on this other team because it's technology, it's innovative, it's always changing. And if you are constantly working in the same thing, you're not doing yourself or the company any benefit. You're doing yourself and the company a disservice at that point. But change is also scary. A lot of people don't want to have change. I feel like every time I change teams, it's because something like terrible happened. I wouldn't say terrible, it's just it's a job. But like, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not ready to look for new jobs, but I need a change. So that's like the only reason why I change teams, but. But you said teams, but not companies though. So that's how you can be promoted, like change yeah, teams. Yeah, change teams. Yeah, instead of job hopping. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like when you're changing teams, you're kind of doing a reset. Like you have a new manager and that manager and you have to figure out where you are leveled at right now. Are you even meeting those level criterias? And then having that conversation, they say that you have to have the job for like six months before you actually get this, the job. Like. So I was like, you have to do a reset with your manager. You roll your eyes, but that is so true. Oh, that is so annoying. <laughs> but it's true. 
But like, especially for bigger companies, like that is so overwhelming to not only have to like ramp up, but also like get to know the new person, get to know the new team, get to know the new code base. Like no wonder people don't want to move because that gives me anxiety. Just like hearing about that. Like I am so grateful that I haven't had. That's Sydney's biggest fear. Listen to her. <laughs> for- Mm, like <laughs> it, it, again like this is I have been very fortunate to be like you know where I am today like with the 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 opportunities that I've had but like having a context switch that much just to like have all of that knowledge is that is so overwhelming to think about I can't even imagine I mm, just mm-mm, that's too much but it's switching teams come with a promotion Ooh. No. No, usually they don't come with a promotion. So then that does not apply to what we're talking about. Because we all be doing it. I'd be like, all right. Because even like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <not apply. laughs> Fair enough. Usually when I see a job posting, it's like changing jobs does not mean you get a new level. Like you could apply for like a level up or a level back down. But they're like, nope, you still get to keep your same level even though you qualify for this next job position. But it is what it is. So we were talking about managers. How often are you having those conversations with your manager to have a promotion? We actually talked about that this week and how exactly that looks like when it comes to the expectations for where where my comfort level is in terms of like being able to, what is it, scope out the problem and kind of like figure out the requirements and tasks that need to be done to the point of getting things into production. And so my typical cadence for this is about 90 days at the moment. I've had it to where it has been either at six months or a year, like once a year where we're talking about it. And I think that has been an internal thing as to why it took so long for me to have that conversation when it was like once a year. So I don't know. I'm glad that it's being more prompted from my mentors and my manager this time around. What about you, Mo? I'm I'm curious to hear. Well, I don't think I ever really approach about promotion. So th- I hate that I always have to like differentiate what happens in the um, public sector and what happens in government because government is very fair base. Like either you're like a GS, it goes from GS one to fifteen. So they actually like evaluate each position and then say this is a GS nine or this is a GS twelve job. And then if that person leaves that position, then it comes up for like fair competition. And everybody can put in their name in the hat and then they go through the interview process. So when I talk to my manager, it's never really about like, it can be, I could bring it up, but I don't. It could be, am I ready for my next promotion? But it's usually about, am I meeting the requirements that's for this annual appraisal? Am I doing that? But for promotion, it's more like it's internal. Like I'm going to compete for this promotion for this next uh, level up within the job. Oh, I didn't know that. You have to compete for the next level. That's that's interesting. For me, I think that your manager should at least mention it maybe every quarter. Like maybe you're not ready for a promotion, but at least open the whatever documentation that your company has 
go over and see where they're at. Because eventually that person can be like, maybe two years down the road, like, oh, I want a promotion. But at least y'all have been talking about it and having like some type of track record of everything that's happening. If the person really wants a promotion, I think it's up to that person to ha- constantly have those conversations with their manager. The manager might hate them. <laughs> like, stop talking about this. I'm not getting your promotion. But it's up to you to advocate for yourself because... Otherwise, it's not going to happen. So that's what I would say when it comes to like how often you should be talking to a manager, at least to your manager. Another way we can make sure that we're tracking towards promotion is a thing called a hype doc. Do y'all have a hype doc? Do y'all know what that means? I think that I know what this means, but I want to hear it from you. (laughs) It's a love me book. That's why I think it's a hype doc. For me, it's like, it's my I love me book. All my flowers to myself. Nobody has to give me flowers. I've done it in this book. That's what a hype doc is for me. <laughs> yeah, you said it in a nice way. <laughs> we are loving us each ourselves. But technically, it is when you take all the good things that you have done throughout the years and you put it in a documentation. So like anytime someone gives you like a kudos or like shout out, you put it in this document. So that way you have a track record and you can show your manager, hey, these are all the people that support me and all the things that I do. Sometimes it's hard to remember what we did a year ago. So you can have all the things that you have as well documented in that. Like we could barely remember what happened yesterday. So it's good to keep some type of documentation. So Sydney, what do you put in your hype doc? So when you do the hype document, do you put in like a star review? Like you kind of put in, star is like an acronym for like what the situation was, there's a timeline, the action, you know. Hmm. Or you just have like a glowing list of all the great things that happened that people said about you. I have not done that. Ooh, that is so smart. I never thought of it that way because that's giving you less homework to do when you're prepping for interviews. So you're already like giving yourself that scenario and situation where you have that documented and so you're not having to do all that research again. Oh, that's fabulous. Because the thing that I do is that, and I put this in my little log and developer journal all the time, is that when I've gotten like a kudos or a compliment, not necessarily about like the context in which it was given. So I'm going to start doing that. So usually what I do is I usually take the level stock that we have and I'll put like little boxes. And whenever I have something like a kudos or like this is what I worked on, I make sure I link it directly underneath that line item in the doc. So that way, at least things are connected. If my manager's like, oh, I haven't seen you communicate with other teams before. But like, nah, <laughs> here's all the communication I've done. And I can just easily show them. So, okay, great. <laughs> Y'all always are so quiet after I say my answer. No, I'm like, <laughs> it's a delay. I wanted to make sure that Mo had like an opportunity to speak. <laughs> No, no, I'm like, I'm thinking of, you know, CYA, you know, like, of course, the, you know, not politically correct term, but like cover yourself accordingly is like what I'm thinking of, uh, you know, the PC term for it. So, or like the, you know, just, yeah, that, ooh, that is so smart. So I, ooh, I learned something today and that, that gets me so giddy and excited to like, look, I got my receipts. <laughs> I'm so, I need to apologize right now. I'm such a veteran that I have been saying like the word ass. I don't even know that's like a block word on your podcast, but I'm just so used to saying like badass. I apologize. Because <laughs> I'm like, why is she bleeping the word ass? I was like, oh, it's not, a black not word. everybody yeah, has a good. potty mouth like you, mom. Okay. <laughs> I do have a potty mouth, so. <laughs> 
my bad. I guess I also have one. I just don't realize you're saying it because I guess it's like normal for me to hear people's body in the house. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Doesn't phase me at all. <laughs> but it makes sense though. I got to see why. Fair enough. I was like, why Fair should enough. I say ass? Why is she saying accordingly? But you, you're right. We're gonna be uh... cover yourself accordingly. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I like that. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Any other advice y'all have for somebody who's trying to get a promotion? What are your examples? So because we're talking about it, and this is like in context, like we're having a conversation about these documents. I'm a visual learner, and I know that about myself. Like, where can I find, like, templates for, like, a hype document? Or where can I find, like, good examples? Yeah. Because we can talk about it in a podcast, but, like, these junior engineers or junior developers or new people to tech, they're like, it sounds great, but how does that look? How do I start it for myself? Mm, That is great. So there's tons of actually blog posts about this online, and they give you tons of templates. So you can either Google hype doc or some people call it a brag doc. And it gives you like a format of like how do you keep and what to keep in this hype doc. But thanks for mentioning that, Mo. I think it's important. I'm going to Google the mess out of that. Like that just, ooh, that just saved my life. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. And also thank you for everybody listening. Another episode of the Deeper Than Tech podcast. Bye. (laughs) 